Welcome into the latest edition of the Louisiana Lunch Hour on this Tuesday. Definitely a lot to unpack as first day of minicamps got started. Some big notes concerning the New Orleans Saints, a potential veteran coming over to kind of see what's going on. And also some thoughts on the Sunbelt basketball schedule being revealed today. I'll give you my overall thoughts on that in just a little bit. But as always, be sure to subscribe. You can check us out through several different podcast feeds, including iTunes, Google Play Music. You can check us out on any of those. Also, of course, on Anchor. Definitely a lot to get to with first day of minicamp for the New Orleans Saints. And the big story has to be from Adam Schefter of the Mothership with 31-year-old running back Jamal Charles. He'll be in for a visit with the New Orleans Saints on Wednesday. To me, this is if he winds up signing, which I don't think he will, just kind of see what see what's out there. It could be a move a lot like Adrian Peterson was, at least how it wound up being, because we all know that originally it seemed like he was going to be your RB1 or RB2 behind Mark Ingram. And, but, of course, we all know what happened from there. But you have him there. You're going to kick the tires on him and make sure he's ready to go for those first four games of 2018 when Ingram's on sus- when Ingram's suspended. And then you put him on the trade block you put him on the trade block or you release him full stop. Again, he's 31 years old and only racked up 296 yards on the ground with Denver on 69 carries, which is a nice number, don't get me wrong, but that was over the course of 14 games. 14 games. This isn't the Pro Bowl running back that was the workhorse for the Kansas City Chiefs up until last season. If you can kick the tires on him and utilize him as an RB2 behind Alvin Kamara, it will only help the run game have some form of stability while Mark Ingram is serving a four-game suspension due to PEDs. We'll get to him in just a moment. And some other news and notes about Saints Minicamp Day Numero Uno. It's a three-day event today, tomorrow, and Thursday. It'll wrap up. And there are five players practicing for the team for the next three days, including Tim Hightower, former Saints running back, definitely been in and out of the franchise for quite some time. However, don't expect anything to come of it. I've got some sound from Sean Payton talking about it. We've got five guys that are out here working out for three days, which is uh, pretty common, you know, and so he's just someone we'll take a look at. Obviously, we're familiar with him. I think we've got a kicker, a defensive tackle, wide receiver. We've got a number of guys that, that are just here on a three-day workout. So, um it, it always gives us an idea of where guys are. Oftentimes, it helps us with the shortlist grade. And I mentioned a little earlier that I, the aforementioned report about Jamar Charles and how he's having a visit, and basically Sean Payton said very much the same about it. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary, especially when you consider you have a lot of these people practicing during the offseason, coming over to these mandatory mini camps just to see what they can do. And then we look at, Marcus Davenport's injury, which I mentioned yesterday during the show, I felt like it wasn't going to be a big deal, and Sean Payton seems to agree with me. No update. You know, we won't go through any injuries now with guys. You know, he's got a thumb that we'll we'll have repaired right when we're finished here uh, on Friday. But you don't think it's a major issue, correct? No, correct. Now, you can definitely take that with a little bit of grain of salt, though, as Sean Payton is usually going to wind up being a guy who keeps it close to the vest. This isn't necessarily the most transparent to the media, but I think the more he's winning, the happier he is. And he winds up talking to the media a little bit better, a little bit more calm, cool, and collected. I have to say, I like what I've heard from Sean Payton right there. And it seems like it's not going to be anything major. And Mark Inger made his return to action today in the mandatory minicamps. And according to a lot of reports, he wasn't angry about the contract situation and whatnot. He was just doing his own thing 
and getting some training in on his own. Here's Ingram talking about just that. The main reason that I wasn't here for OTAs was I just wanted to train on my own this offseason. I wanted to train my, I wanted to switch up my offseason regimen this year, and um, felt like I had some things that I wanted to work on personally that I could get done better, you know, on myself. Um, I just wanted to train. Uh, I wanted to switch up my offseason regimen this year, and uh, that was the main reason I wasn't here. So you're not unhappy with your contract, or are you? You know, that's the narrative that you know the media wants to create. You know, um, I'm not holding out. Never told Sean or. Mickey that I was holding out. That's just the narrative that, uh, you know, the media created. So uh, the main reason I was not here was because I was training on my own, working on some things that I felt like I needed to get better at and that I could do best on my own. And I mentioned not angry. I highly doubt that when it comes to Mark Ingram. I know he probably was more frustrated than anybody else to say, hey, I deserve this opportunity. I should be one of the top guys in this franchise, I'm sure he's not necessarily like super angry about the fact that he's not necessarily getting what he wants, but you know, you did just fail a PED test. It's going to wind up hurting your stock just a little bit. Closing things out. We got to look at the Sunbelt basketball and their reveal of their schedule, at least the conference slate for the 2018, 2019 season. And I don't like what I'm seeing from it because the mainly because of the mirroring schedule. Because it's going to be a mixed bag depending on the state of the women's basketball program for the respective schools. Now, I'm a big Cajuns fan. In fact, I cover the Cajuns on a regular basis. And the attendance for the women's games is just hardly there. I think you'd probably average about three to 400 inside the Cajun Dome on a consistent basis. Now, you could probably say that for a lot of other programs. But you have to realize most of the Cajuns games are taking place inside of the Cajun Dome, which it can hold around, like I'd say, about 4,000 on a really good day. I'm telling you, that's a bad look for a program that wants to kind of be treated like one of the big dogs. Again, they can wind up moving it over to Earl K. Long Gym, but I just don't see that considering how this team could wind up probably getting some big things going. You look at what Gary Broadhead has been able to do over the last few years and help build this program back up from the proverbial ashes. It's just disheartening me considering the fact that Gary Broadhead has been a big part of the community as a former head coach for Turnley's Catholic Women's Basketball and also help get bitty ball in the area off the ground to help teach these kids the fundamentals of basketball and really start learning how to play. Because women's basketball, it's definitely a little bit more entertaining, such when you look at the WNBA, but he wants to kind of build it up from, from a local aspect. I think that's a very good thing. All that being said, I'm proud of the, the, the Sunbelt at least trying to experiment and toy with some new ideas. The new tournament idea I like a lot, especially as a person who covers the Cajuns who could probably wind up winning the West again in 2018-2019 season. I'm not necessarily guaranteeing it, but I definitely would say if they do that, they wind up making my decision to apply for some credentials pretty darn easy. But also, another thing that I'm just glad about when it comes to these schedule reveals and everything, I'm really glad that they're keeping the series on set on Thursday and Saturday because a couple years ago they did something that was absolutely garbage and have games on like Saturday and Monday. Who's going to a game on Monday? And more importantly, it's going to affect the quality of the basketball. Also affect them off the court when it comes to schoolwork. Because you think about it, you wind up hitting the road on a Friday for a Saturday game against, let's say, hypothetically, Little Rock. And then you got to take on Arkansas State on the Monday. You wind up missing probably about four days of class because you get there like on Tuesday morning at like 8 a.m. Because you're not necessarily going to be like immediately leaving right after one thing happens 
it the the way they did a couple years ago was a dumb idea and thankfully they realized the error of their ways and they're sticking to the thursday saturday schedule hopefully that can stay that way going forward because it's the smartest thing they could do and i'm out of here hope you have a great rest of your tuesday be back with you tomorrow to kind of go through some other big topics in the world of sports definitely going to talk some saints minicamp and there's a lot of things still to talk about it's the summer months who said it's the dog days of summers as always make sure to subscribe to the podcast whatever way you wind up doing it through anchor through apple music through Google Play, whatever you wind up using to listen to podcasts on demand, be sure to subscribe. Peace.